Welcome to another episode of the Supply Chain Ambassador Podcast. I'm your host, Bruno, helping you navigate the world of supply chain in a fun and engaging way. On today's podcast, I went back to Algonquin College, where I graduated with my supply chain degree, to invite my special guest. I would not be here without the foundation and teachings I learned at college, helping shed light on his work as the coordinator of the supply chain program at Algonquin College is Ahmad Temuri. Ahmad is the professor and program coordinator of the Global Supply Chain Management Program at Algonquin College School of Business. He also served as a part-time professor at Telfer School of Management in University of Ottawa. He teaches undergraduate and graduate courses in project management, operations management, and project risk management. Ahmad received his PhD in digital transformation and innovation from the University of Ottawa. He also completed his Master of Applied Science degree in project management, Master of Business Administration MBA, and Master of Information Technology. Ahmad has hands-on industry experience with over 15 years of work experience in oil and gas construction projects, car manufacturing, and postal service. He holds PMP, RMP, and Six Sigma Greenbelt Professional Certificates. Ahmad has completed and published successful research projects funded by the National Sciences and Engineering Research Council of Canada. Welcome, Ahmad. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, Give us more context about your journey, how you got to your current role. Actually, it's a good question. I came to Canada in 2010 to continue my education. I had my... um, MBA and Master of Information Management before coming to Canada. My background was industrial engineering, but I had a passion and I have a passion for learning, research, and being in educational center. After coming to Canada, I started PhD in construction management with the focus of project management. So after two years completing my PhD in construction management, I applied for another PhD, which is electronic business. So I graduated from Master of Construction Management and I started a new PhD. Although I love project management, but supply chain and operations management was my another interest. So I continued my PhD and my research was about supply chain management in postal services. Uh, But meanwhile, I start also teaching. I started teaching part-time at uh, University of Ottawa and I had a chance to teach one courses from 2015-16. One courses business statistics teaching at Algonquin College. It seems the student they were very happy. Usually in my course review, a student write a very interesting point that is re- really promising. They said, this guy is crazy about teaching. And this is correct. I do my best to make the most difficult topic in a supply chain management, to make it as interesting, as easy as possible for a student. Mm-hmm. So my teaching ex- experience started growing from 2016. After graduation from my PhD in 2019, almost I received uh, an offer from Algonquin College for the teaching and I joined the School of Business. Wow. 
I have to say, when I first uh, took your statistics class, I was like, <laughs> oh, statistics, I don't understand. I'm going to do so bad. But yeah, you were very inspirational in the way that you seem to enjoy working with those numbers, with the statistics. And it inspired me like, okay, here's a guy who loves it. I'm going to give it a try. So uh, thank you for that. Can you describe briefly what exactly is it that you do? Right now, I'm teaching at the School of Business and University of Ottawa because I could build a bridge between U Ottawa and Algonquin College from the research perspective. It creates an opportunity to find the students or professor at the University of Ottawa, they are willing to collaborate as a research with college because college is not in the same academic level of university. They, we focus more on the practical perspective of the knowledge rather than academic. When I join uh, Algonquin College, I promised myself I start research from the beginning. And I remember I received my first research grant from NSERC and it was about supply chain management capacity planning. So we paid the students, we did the research and we've published successfully, which means that our result was accepted to be presented. And after that, meanwhile, that research was close to the end. I started another application proposal. And this time we approached Canada Post for helping them for supply chain, but green supply chain. Canada Post has a mandate to move majority part of its volume rather than road. They have to put it on rail because of the Canada mandate for the green transportation. So we are helping Canada Post in doing the research. And this research also was successful. We could pay five students. Two of them, they were a co-op students. So they learned, they did co-op and they did research. One of them could join Canada Post exactly after this research. And this research also we could publish. We could we have an accepted paper that will be presented in July in Berlin, Germany, one of the most prestigious operations management conference. Uh, I had a research collaboration with Carlton University about developing video case studies because most of the time the case study that we have in many courses how it looks like is a paper is a book is a two or three pages rather than doing this we made uh, because Carlton University they have a new building Nicole building is a school of business, a Sprott School of Business, around $62 million investment. It was very successful technically project. So we chose this topic with Carlton University through eCampus grant. We developed one general 25-minute uh, video about the history of the building, a documentary, and we developed four sub-video, one for risk, one for a communication, one for a stakeholder, and one for operation and supply chain. In this video, we interviewed many people, exactly what you are doing right now. But from what they said, we interviewed over, I would say, 35 hours in total. But we developed or we created the case study in total one hour. So we focus on some point that has not only information for a student, but also they have, they have some content that a student can learn or they can compare whatever they read in the book with what in happening in, in reality in Nicole building. So I did also that one. So uh, I like to spend 65% on research and 35% on teaching. I don't want to stop teaching, even though I had a chance to stop teaching. But no, I want to spend at least 40% of my time 
talking to a student, teaching a student, because that environment is life. And what would you say you love about your work? I love the learning environment. I love learning, I love research, and I love teaching. So both of them. And usually during my operations management and supply chain management classes, uh, I show many videos from YouTube or from somewhere else regarding the topic that we are teaching, for example, inventory management pressure. So I spend time when I in my free time, look for the topic, look for the video that I may be able to use in class, even I, I don't have to. But this is a point, and I say it's back when I was when I was in my industrial engineering. We had two profs exactly with this, I would say, personality, who spent time for a student. And I give you an example. During the COVID-19, I had office hours with a student online at 11 p.m. at 1 a.m. It doesn't mean that we set it for that time. I was at home. I was working with my laptop at 11, 11.30 p.m. I received an email from a student. Prof, can we meet tomorrow? I said, why not right now? Because it's online. And he was he was totally confused. Why you are meeting me from your time? I said, it's not my time. It's our time. So as long as I can help. Yeah. Wow, that's fantastic. And I definitely echo the video component of research. And especially with YouTube, a lot of people now, they just, you have that video, they just go and they learn a lot from that. So I definitely see a shift in that, but it's also catering to different kinds of students. So that's wonderful. What common misconceptions have you heard about what you do? I haven't heard that much, but I can just mention two things. Maybe it can answer this question. Specifically for research, many people, they think because they are conducting research, they have to be compensated or they have to be paid or they have to be somehow released from teaching because at college or at university doesn't matter you have a responsibility of covering some time that time can be as its research can be as its executive similar to other jobs you should work seven hours seven hours and half a day sometimes for the research you have to sacrifice from your time even you don't receive any compensation or reimbursement everybody works for some to making some money and we need that but Doing the research to make money or to avoid or release from teaching, here is the point that we have a misunderstanding with some of my colleagues. I see. Wow. What challenges would you say that you faced and how did you overcome them? There are many challenges, specifically when you want to start uh, a research when submitting a proposal. That one is a journey. It usually takes a month at least sometimes three months. Why? Because you need to find industry partners, you need to define the problem, then you need to listen to them, and then you need to write a proposal. Write a proposal that some people in the company or government, they are going to read your proposal, and based on that, they raise the red flag or green flag and say, okay, we will grant some fund to this. So it's very challenging. It's very challenging from finding the topic, finding the industry and writing the proposal and waiting. I had, I would say six or seven unsuccessful proposal that they were rejected, even though I believe they are very interesting, but 
And to be honest, if I add the total time that I spent for these six proposals, mm -hmm. uh, they were rejected. I could, I would say it's over than one year, one year and a half. Wow. In total, because meetings, you need to sit hours and hours, uh, talk to the people, but it's rejected. This is mm -hmm. exactly, and we learn from the re rejection. We learn to make the, this is a competition. This is, I believe, the most important challenge. Other than that, uh, because I love this job, maybe I don't see the challenge. There are some challenges, I don't see that. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us what new exciting projects that you're currently working on? Yes. So Canada Post approached us and they have a new interesting topic. They ask us to write a proposal to see if they are okay with the research question, research objective, deliverables, a scope of the work. If it is, we will submit it to NSERC for receiving fund for that and we will assign a student and this research will be a collaborative research between University of Ottawa and Algonquin because I am approaching my colleagues, my friends at University of Ottawa to see if we can find a qualified, definitely we can find qualified master student. He or she is willing to help on this project doing the research and, and I am very busy right now with uh, this new global supply chain management graduate certificate that the first group of students will join from winter 2023 is a program that focuses on supply chain management from global perspective. So in this program, the main objective is to train and to teach a student what is happening in global perspective of supply chain management. They do some research, also they can do the co-op with some research questions or topic related to global supply chain management. Mm -hmm. So we are developing the courses and the course material, slide, assignments. Yeah. Wow. yeah, this is very interesting. What advice can you give to our listeners? The most important things that it happened to in my life, this, for this reason I can share and suggest, Never give up. Always look for what you like. So someone said, why did you complete a three master degree? It's not because I like master degree. No, because I was looking for my passion and I never gave up. I couldn't imagine that one day, 10 years after, I am in educational center with this academic background, with this successful project. But the only reason is I believe, I believe myself. I do understand my weaknesses and I am always positive. I try to, even in some area that I know I'm, I don't have a strength, but I don't give up. I try to find a solution. I find a way or I build a way. Wow. That's really inspiring. Any call to action to listeners? Maybe some of the, where we can go find some of your research work or some of the work the students. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if you just search my name or in my LinkedIn, if the listeners, they are working in a company or they are interested in supply chain management research, or they know they just want to have a research with Algonquin College, you can find my information on LinkedIn or at Algonquin College. And my email address, you can communicate with me and we are always open to any new idea, research collaboration, and we would love to have the chance to learn from you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the chance to potentially have students do some research projects for supply chain issues that maybe departments are having or government or industry 
is having, I think that's, I wish I had that during my college years. That's such a phenomenal way to give students that experience. Okay, I've asked all the list of my questions and I want to leave off with the quote of the day today by Confucius, which says, our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. And I think that speaks truth to the advice you gave us about never giving up, always having, finding your passion and believing in yourself. Thank you. Okay, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to have you, Ahmad. Pleasure to be here and thanks for creating this opportunity for sharing the idea. Thank you.